Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. Hello to all new subscribers, hey to all old subscribers, and let's go immediately into the word for today. Please pause the video first, check the description below and see what today's video is about. Check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a cog icon. Click that, hit the word quality and then upgrade the quality of the video to something so that you have a much better picture to work with. I strive to shoot these videos in 1080p so that um, they're a decent quality but sometimes they take a long time to render and sometimes YouTube just simply doesn't make those options available to users. But I am doing the best that I can. So today's post is the post that the Lord instructed me to put up yesterday, but there was no time to make that post. It is called Survival of the Fittest. And I received this either December 22nd or 23rd. Sometimes I will write down an entry and because of the normal work of the day, I am not always sure what date I received it, but most of the time I'm pretty good with that. So this post is about obviously something very controversial that's going on in the United States at the moment uh, and other countries. I think it's happening in Australia, it's happening in Norway, it's happening in the United Kingdom, and that is the current COVID-19 vaccine that is being given globally. Now I said in yesterday's video, I uh, can't remember the title of it. Goodness, there's so many of these prophetic words. But I said in yesterday's video that the dream that the Lord gave me, yes, the vaccination boots, that I felt that that was a personal dream. That was the Lord speaking to me, Celestial, reiterating what he had been saying to me since the beginning of the year concerning how I am to carry myself uh, through this COVID-19 crisis. I shared in that video that though I know it was a personal dream, I felt that there were certain elements in that dream that were good for general knowledge. Also, brothers and sisters, to be quite frank, I, Celestial, am not an island. I belong to the greater body known as the church. I am a Bible-believing Christian. I am a born-again Christian. And therefore, I know that the warning that the Lord gave me can easily and should wisely be extrapolated to others who know that they are themselves the planting and the keep of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are a child of God. It behooves you to pay attention to these videos, not because you know me or you don't know me. Many people think that they can vet prophecy based on, do I know this person? Prophecy can come through any vessel at any time that the Lord pleases because it is the Lord who gives and operates the gift by his spirit. How you test the veracity or the truth of the prophetic word is by allowing the Holy Spirit that resides in you to weigh that word. The Holy Spirit is the only true monitor and tester of the prophetic word. This is how, even if a prophetic word comes, that is difficult for you, the person, your flesh, your nature to accept. The spirit in you is able to testify and witness with that word and say, this is indeed of me. It may fight against what you think and what you want, but the spirit in you will let you know whether this is the truth or not that you are hearing. So we're in the middle of this vaccination rollout and the Lord has given me words that I did not release for about 10 months. 
I've only started putting up these words, let's see, I posted this word on um, December 29. This is a recent word, but there are other words on my blog that I received in April and I simply kept them. I'm not one who likes to be in the midst of furor. I'm not one who likes to be in the midst of the popular debates of the day. I only do things as the Lord leads me. And so for many, many months, for over 10 months, nine months, whatever it is that the Lord um, said to me concerning this vaccine, I took it as my personal advisement and I kept it in my heart. But now, a few weeks ago, I really began to feel this pressure from God, especially when he gave me this very clear and graphic word. And this word made it clear to me that God has a viewpoint on this vaccine and that viewpoint for all good intention needs to be made public and needs to be understood. And so I'm here today to make that viewpoint that the Lord has shared with me public. This post is called Survival of the Fittest. I received it December 22nd or 23rd, 2020. And I have to say, this post scared me. It's, it doesn't involve anything supernatural. It doesn't involve um, anything that's like some of the visions that I've had, some of the experience that I've had, but I have to, I have to be honest, um, it brought a strong feeling of dread um, and fear to me. But you don't have to take my word for it. That was just my response to it. So when I was writing the post, I had put survival of the fittest, like a quotation mark. And the Lord said to me, take the quotation marks off the title. This is, this is a statement that I'm making, survival of the fittest. And then the second thing that the Lord said, and there is no banner scripture on this post. The second thing that he said, tell them that this vaccine will kill them and tell them that I said so. This is a social experiment. And so you will find the two direct quotations of the Lord at the top of the scripture. Please always visit the blog and read the prophecies. The videos are simply for ease of use of the blog. I adjure you and I ask you strongly to always visit the description box, go to the master's voice, read these prophecies for yourself, take them to the Lord in prayer. Okay, so I said that I, I had been wanting to record what God was showing me and um, that I really wanted to, to say what, what God had laid on my heart and revealed to me concerning this vaccine. And um, even though I was trying to stay out of the prophetic space concerning the vaccine, um, the Lord was revealing to me that we are indeed on a new world order timeline and that the giving out of the vaccine is part of that. So God began to speak to me one day, right in the middle of an ordinary day. I think it was I was doing some um, cleaning and the Lord just started speaking to me and the conversation was very blunt. And sometimes I shared in the post that the bluntness of God is in its own way, it's nerve wracking because people have this view of God that God is so fluffy and God is like, sooth my child, draw near. No, the Lord is not like that, not in my experience. He's very frank, he's very upfront, and at times God says things that leave me absolutely breathless with how clear and how blunt they are. So he said to me, right in the middle of um, taking out a um, doing some tasks, and I repeat what he said. Celestial, 
people will be greatly snared and killed by this vaccine. A snare is a trap. And a snare, by the way, is not your normal trap. It's not the kind that's just in the wood with the big metal teeth under a few leaves and then, no. A snare is a much more elaborate type of trap. A snare is a type of trap that has cunning and planning behind it. This is why the Bible speaks so often of the snare of the fowler, because it lets you know that behind the trap is a very intelligent and purposeful mind waiting and watching to see the outcome of the trap. So the Lord said people will be greatly snared and killed by this vaccine. There will be a huge wave of death and destruction in the wake of this vaccine and after that will come a very great struggle and resistance as everyone sees the cover come off the new world order for the first time. Do you know how animals are in the jungle? Like lions? Take lions, he said. They move in a pride. They are a family group in a very close network. They work together, but some in the pride have been there longer than others. Some lions grow old and they die and new lions are born. That's how the pride renews itself. But the ones who live the longest obey the law called survival of the fittest. Now, the minute the Lord started talking about survival of the fittest after he had introduced um, the topic of the vaccine, I really got nervous. I felt tense, like I don't like where this is going. But of course, I was listening. And the Lord continued. He said, in survival of the fittest, it goes several ways. It goes by size, who's the biggest and the strongest and the best fighter. Fierceness does count. He says at times it goes by heart. The most determined animal that won't quit in a fight is the one that will win. But then he continued and he said often it goes by wisdom. Wisdom is survival of the fittest. By wisdom, an animal lives a long time. That's because it's seen all the things that killed its mates and its friends and its enemies. And by seeing these things, an animal learns what to do and what not to do in the jungle. So when you see a very old animal in the jungle, it's not just the animals that were fierce. And it's not just the animals that know how to fight. And it's not just the animals that won't quit. The longest living animals in the jungles, in the jungle, are the ones with the most common sense. Now at this point, I knew what the Lord was trying to tell me. And I was thinking about how the reality of that would play out in our world today, but the Lord kept talking and he made it plain. And he said, many, many, countless millions of people, despite the fact that they've had live commentary just that goes against the public narrative. So that goes against what the news is telling you, that goes against what the advertising is telling you, that goes against what, what certain the nation's doctor is telling you, medical experts that perhaps have been co-opted or paid or threatened to say the things that they say. Despite live commentary that you receive from other sources to warn and to caution them, they will still come forward and take this vaccine. The Lord said they've seen the warnings. They've seen the strange, strange things that are happening. They've seen the negative results and heard the negative reports on TV. They've heard stories 
They've seen posts. Some of them have received urgent text messages and calls from friends and family and loved ones telling them, let's not take this yet or let's avoid it altogether. The Lord said that some people have even felt the pinch and the twinge of their own intuition, a certain something that just won't let them rest and that just won't give them peace as they lie in bed late at night trying to work out the pros and cons as to what decision to make. But the Lord says yet against all this subliminal evidence and some of it is obvious evidence that is coming to them. Some of them have been told outright by family members, I don't think that this is tested enough. We should wait. The Lord says that against so many factors working to catch their attention and despite all efforts of their environment to signal them that this is not a good move to make, they will still come forward and take this vaccine. And he said, this group will be called the first wave. Now, as the Lord spoke, immediately a vision appeared in front of me and I saw a huge mass of people standing on a rug. And this rug looked exactly like the world map. So it had blue for the seas and it had green for the land and it had, I mean, green for trees and it had reddish brown for the land. And all the people were standing away from me. So if I'm facing this way, they were standing in front of me facing also this way. So I was in the air sort of watching them down at the back. And as I looked at these people, it was like there was an invisible lever that was pulled. So this lever was pulled and then there was something like a mechanical movement, almost the way a tractor would move. And I saw that a huge number of people, a very, very big number of people all took one concurrent step forward and the people on the rug separated. So one group stepped forward by themselves and everybody else was left standing. And that was the first wave. Then the Lord continued as I was watching these people who stepped forward of their own free will on this global rug. And the Lord said, people who do not possess survival of the fittest mentality will die in record huge numbers. And here's why. They will go forward thinking that they're being wiser, smarter, and better than everyone else. They will think of themselves as brave, as pioneers, and many other things as they go to take this vaccine. They will think that they are better and more level-headed than the ones who have decided, I won't take it yet. And they will think that they are braver than the people who say flatly, I'll never take it. They will pat themselves on the back for putting safety first. But I say to you, this is what God said to me, Celestial, I say to you, they will suffer hideous diseases and terrible complications, both now and in the future. The harm they do to themselves will be irrevocable. Irrevocable means this cannot be reversed or fixed. They will be caught in a net and that net is called the first wave. They can never undo what they will do to themselves with this vaccine. So by this time, my heart was like, and I said, Lord, this vaccine has already been created. It cannot be undone. They said that we all have to take it. 
But if we see that a big enough group of people go first and they suffer obvious harm and obvious complications, then of course the rest of us are going to struggle. Of course we're going to resist and we will refuse to ever take it. We will fight. There's going to be unruliness and resistance across the whole world. And what will happen then? They'll know that we know what they're up to and they will never get anyone else to come forward and take it, Lord. The Lord didn't answer me. Instead, I immediately saw a second vision. I saw a group of elephants that were gathered around the area of a watering hole and they were talking. All sizes and shapes of elephants, big elephants, huge ones, little ones that had just been born. Some of them were old, some of them were really old, some of them were adolescent, teenagers, and like I said, even babies were there. So all these elephants were standing at the top of a small hill in the forest having a conversation and everyone was speaking and everyone was listening because this was an important conversation. The oldest elephant among them said this, I'm telling you, I've seen it a hundred times. There are crocodiles in that water. He was talking about the watering hole that was at the bottom of the little hill. He said, they've been there since I was a kid. They live there, they sleep there, and they have pulled more animals than I can count down into that lake and killed them. Do not go to that hole to drink. Let's go someplace else for water. And so when he said this, there was a huge outcry among the elephants. Everybody was trumpeting. No, everybody was had an opinion about what the eldest elephant had said. Some of the elephants said, that's ludicrous. Who ever heard of a crocodile living in water? And some of them said, well, I think they do live in water, but I've been to this hole many times and I've never had any problems. A little voice said, what's a crocodile, mom? And some elephants said, I will never be thirsty enough to drink from that hole. I'm with the old guy. Count me out. So back and forth, this conversation went with everybody looking down the hill at the blue water that was sparkling in the sunlight. And even though there were so many elephants trumpeting at once and they made such a noise, I heard that one elderly elephant, the elephant who possessed survival of the fittest because he was the oldest among them, repeating over and over in a calm voice what he had said. Crocodiles live in that water. They wait by the bank. They leap on the animals that come to drink and pull them into the water headfirst when they're drinking. I've seen people die there. Let's not drink there. Let's drink somewhere else. Eventually, the conversation had to come to an end and a decision was reached, sort of. A young middle-aged elephant said that he was going to drink because he was thirsty and he knew that crocodiles don't come out in the daytime. Besides, the watering hole was the birthright of the elephants and they could drink from it if they wanted. There was no need to make anyone walk extra miles to find another watering hole when there was a perfectly good one right there. He headed down to the water and the Lord spoke in this vision and said, observe. Now, when the Lord says that to me in a vision, it means watch and pay keen attention, celestial. So I saw three waves of elephants. 
the first wave agreed that they were all going to drink from the hole. And their leader was the brave elephant who said that the hole was their birthright. And so they followed him and they all went down the hill to drink. And they were accompanied by many, many other elephants who went along with them for moral support. And so the second wave of elephants went only halfway down the hill. These ones were curious. Some of them had never heard or seen, heard of, or they'd never seen crocodiles before. And they wanted to see if one was really going to pop up. The third wave of elephants was a very small group. They were the older elephant, the oldest one, and everyone who believed his words. The group of old and young elephants stayed with the oldest elephant at the top of the hill, so they were furthest away from the watering hole. But as I looked at the oldest elephant, he had the face of someone who had seen something happen many times before and knows how it's going to go. So the first group got to the hole and their leader boldly put his trunk into the water, drank, and then he lifted out his trunk and he moved it around like this to show everyone, see, it's okay, I'm fine. So because the water was calm and nothing was happening, all his supporters, even those who had gone along for moral support, came close and began to drink also. Behind them, the second wave came a little closer because they saw that everything was all right and they wanted to see more. All of a sudden, with the first group drinking and the second group a little closer, several things happened at the same time. I saw the front, the brave leader, I saw his front legs skidding in the mud, entering into the watering hole because iron jaws from beneath the water got a hold of his trunk and pulled. He screamed and he tried to back away, but an elephant's nose is a tender thing and there was no way that he was going to release himself from the jaws of that crocodile and live. His entire head was pulled under the water and he came up gasping for air and screaming. The crocodile holding him dived again to the bottom of the lake and the leader's head went in and he popped back up fighting for his life. All around him, other crocodiles struck at the same time. Everyone who was drinking was caught. One or two of them managed to shake themselves loose, but the crocodiles were determined and they came out of the water very quickly, grabbed the elephant's trunks again and pulled them towards the lake. They swarmed and they snapped up every single person who was drinking and pulled them using powerful back legs into the water. The second wave freaked out when they saw this. Some of them fell over and some of them were even trying to back up and climb the hill backwards out of their fear. But the crocodiles even swarmed as far as where they were and caught many of them. Of the second wave, only a very few managed to escape being dragged to the water to be drowned and they stampeded back up the hill. At the top, the old elephant didn't move he and the third wave were so far away that no crocodile would bother climbing out of the water hole and climbing all the way up to the hill to get them. He stood there flapping his ears like Mufasa on Pride Rock and the others with him watched in shock and silence at the bloody scene below. I looked at this vision and I said, God, what are you saying?
When I asked the Lord this, the entire vision ran back like a movie. And it paused at the moment where the crocodile first caught the nose of the brave elephant. I saw that elephant with his nose stretched to breaking point as the crocodile under the water was attempting to submerge and drown him. I knew that I had seen this image before and I also knew that I was looking at death in progress. Brothers and sisters, if you don't know anything about the wild, I've been on safari. It is impossible to make a crocodile or an alligator, but especially crocodiles, unclench their jaws for any reason, unless you hit them right here with a metal pipe repeatedly, whatever they lock onto is theirs. They are the pit bulls of the water. They don't respond to any type of pain and it is very hard to make them let go. When the Lord froze that picture before me, I knew what he was saying. That first elephant was already dead. I might've been watching him fight for his life. I might've been watching him tussle back and forth with the crocodile. But once he was caught, he was already dead. That element, that elephant made some horrible decisions that were based on pride that he thought was wisdom. He wouldn't listen. And so he went forward and it was his destruction. He represents the first wave. And as I looked at that frozen picture, my mind was troubling me. Celestial, you've seen this before, this picture, an elephant, a crocodile, the stretched nose. And I remembered that I saw and read that story a long time ago as a child. It's a story by Rudyard Kipling in the book, The Elephant's Child and Other Just So Stories. And the Lord was showing me the cover of a book that I used to own, I think when I was just 10 or so. So hear the words of the Lord. There will indeed be a first wave. These are people who will not listen no matter what. But I say to you, as the Lord said to me, no matter what you hear or see, whether your husband or your sister takes it, do not join that wave. I've not spoken about this matter until now. Do not be a moral supporter. Don't be curious like the second wave. Stay away. Do not be deceived. The great reset is at hand and it is a crocodile. They're in the water waiting for anyone who will be so unwise as to go willingly to them. These people know that when we see the end result of mass vaccinations, everyone will go haywire, but you know what? They don't care because for them, the people that they catch in the first wave is going to make it worth it. It's going to be too late for the first wave. God said, no matter what the second wave and the third wave decide for the first wave, their decision can never be reversed. And the new world order is going to see catching them as a very big success. I'm going to say no more about this. This is what the Lord has shown me and I celestial say to you, if you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, honor him in all your decisions. Do not lean on your own thinking, but trust the Lord and he will order your steps in the end. And this is how I ended this blog post. We all have to decide what type of elephant we're going to be.
May the Lord bless and keep you. I am Celestial and this is the Master's Voice. Subscribe to the channel, share the videos, follow the blog, subscribe to the blog. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Take care. Bye.